Bongiorno from Trieste in Italy. This is Travelcaster, the travel pod that takes you there. In this season, we're taking a Eurail trip. We've travelled from London to Paris, down to Nice in France. Then we visited the city of Turin in Italy. And at the moment, we're in Trieste, the port city that's now a firm favourite for visitors. Today's onward journey will cross the border as we turn our Bongiornos into a Guten Tag. Two nights in Trieste, a day and a half of exploring has been just about enough time to have a look at this wonderful city. We visited Miramare Castle yesterday, got caught in a storm and in the evening took a passeggiato, a walk around the piazzas of this city for some lovely food. Today's journey is going to take us north into Austria to the town of Villach. Now, Villach may not be familiar to you, but it is to us rail travellers because it's a real hub from Villach. You can get connections to just about anywhere in either direction, so it's an important place for travel. However, it's also an important place for tourism and visitors. We're going to be finding out a little bit later exactly what it's got to offer. Now today's journey is going to take just over four hours, but that involves a 90-minute stopover in the city of Udine in northern Italy. So in total, the journey is just over two and a half hours. From Trieste, though, if time is on your side, you can take alternative locations. We're right on the border of Slovenia, and in just a couple of hours, you could be in Ljubljana, the capital of that country. Further afield, you might want to visit Zagreb, that's in Croatia, and explore some of the northern coasts there. Now, at the time of recording this podcast, the war in Ukraine is still going on, but that shouldn't put you off visiting the rest of Eastern Europe. It's open for business and safe to go there. <laughs> Well, we've climbed up from the coast now and we've just passed through Gorizio Station, uh, right on the Italian-Slovenian border. And as you can probably hear, the accents and the language is changing. <laughs> and here we are at the transfer point for the day, Udine. Udini Town Centre is about half a mile from the station itself, but with this downpour, which really is torrential, I don't think I'm going to be seeing much of it today. Better to get inside and have a coffee and maybe a cake as well. Now, time for a travel caster tip on how to pay for stuff. Sounds obvious, doesn't it? But there is a choice of cash or cards. Throughout much of Europe, there's a single currency these days, the euro, of course. But beware, if you're not from this part of the world, not every country has adopted it. Notably, places like Hungary, you'll be spending forints, whilst the Zloty is still the king in Poland. 
Also, if you're visiting some of the more northern regions of Scandinavia, uh, most of those use their own currency, as of course does Great Britain, the Great British Pound, if you're not from the UK. Fortunately, most places right across Europe now take card payments, which should make things easier for you. Now, my tip is if you have a debit or a credit card, go for the credit card instead. Your purchases are protected, which means if anything goes wrong, you'll usually get a refund. Another thing to note is that some places will offer you to pay the bill in either the local currency or your home currency. Always pay in the local currency. That way you are guaranteed a rate from the central bank and you won't pay any extra charges. Bear in mind, of course, if you are using a credit card, you have to pay the regular interest charges. So if you're traveling for any length of time, consider paying it off as you go. Well, as we crossed the border from Italy into Austria, it was immediately a different kind of landscape. Mountains, rivers, valleys all around, most of them obscured by yet more rain. And it looks a little bit cloudy here as we arrive in Villac, but a very comfortable journey on the OBB railjet service. Now, these uh, routes run all across the continent. They're a really good way of getting around. And again, if you've got a first-class ticket, you'll have a really plush seat at table service. You do have to pay for the drinks on this one, though. Well, it was about a 10-minute walk from the train station to the centre of Villac, where my hotel is, the Hotel Golden S. Lamb. It is uh, quite a nice boutique setup. In fact, my room is so big, I may well need a map. I mean, th this echo that you can hear demonstrates the size of the bathroom itself. And if we walk out here, we've got a lovely balcony where, you know, perhaps I can have a, a beer later or breakfast in the morning or something else in the pouring rain. Hmm. Sometimes paying extra for the balcony isn't always a good idea. Still, it looks pretty. Sadly, that heavy rain has returned. In fact, we've had non-stop thunder all afternoon, so it's time to take shelter. And a good place to start your evening is in the Turmsturbrell bar. You'll find it tucked away just behind St. Jacob's Church. That's the big one in the city centre. Hidden in an alleyway, you can drink your fill of craft beers, including a Pilsner from the Herta Brewery, just 80 kilometres from Villac. I have to admit that I've not done much research on Villac, so it's a case of learning as I go. It's Austria's seventh biggest city, though with a population of just over 60,000. It's set in mountains and beautiful lakes where thousands take a hike in the hills or a cruise on the water. Well, it turns out that Villac is rather good for bar hopping. Lederestrasse is something of a party street, if that's your thing. But look a bit further to find the hidden gems. Just a couple of blocks from the river, you'll find Luque, a cellar bar with a laid-back vibe. It's got to be said, it's a slightly younger crowd, but welcoming to everyone. And it's open late. 
Also, it does really good Guinness. This is Travelcaster, the travel pod that takes you there. And today we're in Austria, in the city of Villach. And after a good night's sleep in a hotel, I can finally open the door and go out and use the facility that is the balcony overlooking the courtyard here because the skies have cleared. Well, they haven't really. It's still quite cloudy above. We are expecting further rain today, but fingers crossed it isn't going to be quite as bad as it was yesterday, nor as persistent. Now, we mentioned Villac's nightlife earlier in the episode. It's well worth getting out and exploring this city after dark. But during the daytime, there's bits of history. There's a museum, things like that. However, the real beauty lies in the surrounding area. And one of the best things you can do is to get out onto the water. So today I'm going to be taking a journey to Klagenfurt and Wurtensee. It's about half an hour away by train. It's going to cost me about 10 euro for a return trip because I'm not on a Eurail Pass travel day today. And we're going to see what it has to offer. Now, a quick bit of research has actually given me an extra option. Instead of just paying the 10 euro for the return trip to Klagenfurt, I've been able to get a regional ticket for the whole day for 13 euro. This means if I see somewhere I just fancy the look of, I can get off the train and get on the next one. Hop on and hop off all day long. In fact, these regional tickets are available in many countries and especially here in Austria. The best place to buy your tickets here is through OBB, the National Railways. Uh, they have a very good website in several languages that will guide you to the right price and the right ticket. So, just a few stops away from Klagenfurt, we've uh, landed at Puttershack on Wuttersee, a small village by the lake, just getting off the train now, and we're going to see what this place has to offer. You're listening to Travelcaster, the travel pod that takes you there. Today we're in Austria, in Villac and the Wuttersee area. If you'd like to find out more about how we got here and things to do when you arrive, just head to travelcaster.blog where you'll see loads of information and tips. Well, it's taken me about 15 minutes to walk from the railway station here at Portschkak down to the shores of the lake. And across here is a vast, vast expanse of water. It goes on for miles and miles. It is surrounded by the most beautiful little towns and villages, church spires and the like. And beyond that, the hills and the mountains, partly shrouded in cloud and mist today and covered in a carpet of beautiful green trees. It's an easy, fairly flat walk down from the station here, no trouble there. And if the weather was a little bit better, this would be a beautiful place to bring yourself a homemade picnic or something like that. You could just sit here, relax and watch the world go by for hours. Uh, no boats out on the lake today, looking a bit choppy for that. Uh, but on many of the lakes in this area, there are boat services that go sort of from shore to shore. You can buy a day ticket, do a round trip, that kind of thing. Now the mapping app that I've been looking at suggests a few places around here 
do things like bicycle hire. I think the best place to start would be in a larger area like Villac, go to the tourist information, or perhaps your local hotel can advise you the best place to get on two wheels or do some other activities as well. So by train it's only taken us about 10 minutes to get from the Woodsea Resort to here in Klagenfurt, the sort of capital of the area, in fact the capital of the Carinthia region. Now if Villach is Austria's seventh biggest city, Klagenfurt is the sixth biggest. It's twice the size, around 100,000 people live here. Walking through from the train station though, it feels about 10 times bigger, there's loads more going on. Now, it will take you about 20 minutes to walk from the station into the city centre itself. There are buses if you don't fancy that stroll. And in the centre is a typical Austrian Platz, a town square with the town hall, the Rathaus, standing majestically at its head. And in the middle is the landmark that most people want to take a selfie with. It is the Lindworm Fountain featuring a dragon spewing water. The dragon is the city's emblem but he's about to be slayed by a warrior. Appears to be wearing a toga and not much else, and has a large spiked instrument ready to bash the dragon over the head with. Inevitably, this is the place where everybody wants a selfie, and taking pictures for the Travelcaster blog has proved a little bit challenging, but if you go online now, travelcaster.blog, you can see the photos we did manage to get. Now, the side of the Neuerplatz is the tourist information office for Klagenfurt. But here's the thing. I'm here on a Saturday, and guess what? It's closed for the whole weekend. Saturdays, Sundays, and public holidays. It's a curious thing that I've seen in many cities around the world. I just don't understand it. If you had visitors coming here, wanting to spend their money, wanting to find out more, why would you close the one place where they can get information? It's bonkers. Over the centuries, proud cities like Klagenfurt have been centres of commerce. They've traded everything here, and these days you can even do a bit of retail therapy. There's a huge shopping mall at the end of the main street, which looks like just about every other shopping mall anywhere in the world. I'm not sticking around here for long. Now, Klagenfurt has plenty of other options to keep you entertained for a few hours. There are a couple of museums and galleries, there's even a theatre, and lots of places to get some inspiration if you want to go for a hike into the Alps. There are also loads of places to eat. Uh, I took lunch at the Start Café in the Alterplatz. Uh, very nice cheese toasty, actually, and uh, good value for money given it was in the city centre. Now, a bit earlier in this episode of Travelcaster, we talked about how to pay and the fact that in much of Europe, you can use your card. Well, actually, here in Austria, it's turned out to be a bit of a mixed bag because many bars, especially the smaller establishments, prefer you to pay in cash. So it is worth you having a few euros to spare and maybe finding an ATM that's compatible with your card. You may well be charged some local fees for withdrawing money as well. 
So that's just about going to wrap it up for this episode of Travelcaster from Villac in Austria. We travelled here from Trieste in Italy and our Eurail adventure continues in the next edition when we'll be taking a trip from Austria over to Germany and the city of Stuttgart. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening right now and head to travelcaster.blog for more tips and exclusive information of how to get here and what to do when you arrive.